T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, tonight I'll start with a statement. I just might, just might be a little bit in over my head with people who can drink more than I can tonight. It's a rock and roll happy hour on FM 94.9, supported by the Regal Beagle Ale House and Sausage Grill in Mission Hills and the Regal Seagull Ale House and Sausage Grill in Lucadia. It's Jeremy. Unfortunately, our uh, San Diego craft beer evangelist could not be with us tonight. Still dealing with some family matters. Casey from Casey Hearts Cocktails and Live Nation still doing concert business. So it's me, and uh, I imported a friend tonight who brings me chocolates. Hi, Andrea. Hello. So glad you could come tonight. I know. I'm stoked to be here. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I'll kick off to the weekend. So we're going to, uh, I imagine we're going to do something delicious and chocolatey with you tonight, as we always do. Yep, absolutely. How's the, how's the, the, the truffle world been? Truffle World has been amazing, just playing and doing new things. And you've gotten so creative on your uh, your your social media since you've gotten back from Chicago. I'm noticing all these crazy things you're doing. You're doing work with uh, with Cutwater Spirits. I see you're always making stuff for their their cocktails and whatnot. Yeah, you're it's busy. Really exciting. It's exciting to see how that's evolving with everything else in San Diego, the beverage industry. I am looking forward to enjoying some of your truffles with this baseball season that's coming up because we're still selling Andrea's truffles at the patio at the uh, the ballpark, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. <laughs> Last I checked, sure. Why Last not? I checked, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we should talk about uh, what we're pairing your troubles with tonight. Uh, we've got our friends from Golden Coast Mead. We've got Joe, Chris, and Frank. Gentlemen, welcome to the program. Woo-hoo. Thank you, thank you. Happy Friday. It's good to have you guys on, and uh, I do feel outclassed because just talking with you guys while we were off air, we we have discussed the uh, origins of civilization and uh, how it all started with mead. And, uh, of course, mead also is, on average, 12%. So, um, <laughs> as I can tell by the pour that you gave me for the first beer, which or the beer, but uh, mead, which you said is a session mead, it's, it's almost 7%. This, uh, this night could go awry for me pretty quickly. So, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying prayers that I will get through this, this evening. But I'm dying to talk about this because mead is, is not like beer. Mead it comes from honey, right? That's right. Uh, and, we take honey, mix it with water, ferment it. That's the base of all mead. It's the alcohol made from honey. It's, that's it. Just honey, water, yeast. Boom. And, I, I mean, there's so many different possibilities and so many different ways to do it. I mean, I, I want to I, I sit down. I'm going to put my, my student cap on. You're going to tell me all about this. But Rad. I guess we should probably do it in sampling because uh, the show's only an hour, and I, I don't want to bore everybody with me geeking out on stuff. So let's talk about this this session mead. And it's, it's red. What, what makes it red? Sweet. So clover honey, spring water from Palomar Mountain here in San Diego. Mix those together. It ferments down uh, to complete dryness. So this is a dry mead. Then we add hibiscus flowers. That's what makes it red. A little bit of lemon, a little bit of ginger. It's a nice refreshing mead as the weather warms up. Wow. That is a completely different flavor profile than what I'm used to drinking with beer. This is this is almost like a wine. And the flower complex in the honey will come through too and paired with this lemon truffle it's like 
epic. Oh, yeah. we've already got in. See, now you're jumping ahead. I'm, I'm going to talk about the meat, and you're eating truffles already. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I'm curious because I thought when I was tasting the flour, I was getting the hibiscus out of it. So that that is a little hibiscus and also a little bit of the honey coming Sorry. out of the the fermented uh, the fermented the 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 the, the, the fermentation of the the, the 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 honey. Absolutely, yeah. In that retronasal exhale, right after you swallow, and those floral aromas really hit that upper palate. That is the floral aroma of the clover honey, but the uh, hibiscus gives it that. Traditional kind of Mexican, um, what's the name of that drink? Tamarind, not tamarindo. Jamaica. Uh, um, Jamaica. Yeah, that uh, gives it that like citrus note and that bit of earthy floral note too. So there's a lot going on in this mead, and we're hoping that people love it. And All right, we love it too. This is a very interesting baseline to start with. And I'm kind of curious on how it's going to change when we go from session mead to big mead. But let's 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 put some food with it. Uh, Andre, what truffle did you decide to, to go with this? You said this is Verona Rojo. Right, Verano Rojo. And so this is a lemon creme fraiche um, with vanilla beans. <laughs> and it's a very floral as well with the vanilla and with the lemon in it. So when, so when pairing these, get your nose down in the mead, take a big whiff of that, take a little sip, pop the truffle in your mouth, and then hit another bit of the mead. And I'm totally experiencing this whole floral thing you're talking about. Yeah, and it's nice when pairing meads with dessert to have a sweeter dessert than mead. Because mm -hmm. that dryness of that mead refreshes your palate and get you get more out of the sweetness of the dessert when I you do it that way. That's one thing we're going to have to talk about. Because when people hear mead, they automatically think, well, that's made from honey, so that's sweet. This is not. We'll get into that in a minute. Let's start some music. It's Modest Mouse. It's Rock and Roll Happy Hour. Happy Hour, the radio station is FM 94.9. Bet you look good on the dance floor. Eating truffles with Andrea's truffles and drinking mead with Golden Coast Mead out of Oceanside. Now, uh, that first one, what an intro to me, the Verano Rojo, a session mead at uh, 7%. I hate you so much. Uh, the interesting fact about mead in San Diego, I mean... Uh, it was it last year you guys were the only meadery in town mm -hmm. and you said an interesting fact that there is a meat explosion happening right now and there will be seven meaderies in san diego at the end of this year yes i mean that kind of all starts with you doesn't it we started six years ago and uh we're stoked to see other meaderies doing awesome stuff and bringing the whole mead market to the modern world. You said mead market, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, you are <laughs> strapping-looking gentleman. I wouldn't, wouldn't put, sell you short of that. You dating anyone right now? I've been happily married for six years. Good man. You got kids? <laughs> yes. Three three girls. Wait, you got three girls? Yeah. God bless you. I've got one, and she's three, and she definitely runs the house. <laughs> I don't know how you deal with three of them. They're going to be our beekeepers. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You know what? Indentured servitude with uh, with children. I, I I like that. That that is a business model right there, sir. <laughs> I've, I've got another uh, super mega colossal Coachella name. I need Teresa Salgado of Sierra Vesa to call me back in the next nine minutes and forty nine seconds if you want to go to Coachella, and I am ready to drink another mead. So. Um, I guess we're getting into the full-fledged, this is this is what we expect to get when we get mead. Something that's 12%, something that smells sweet, something that is really dry. Who wants to take this one? I'll take this one. Uh, this is probably one of my favorite meads that we offer. Uh, this is our orange blossom mead. Um, the thing that I like about this mead, uh, when I first started getting into mead, I went to the liquor store that had mead selection. Holiday wine cellar. Yeah, holiday wine cellar. Love Holiday Vito. wine cellar. Yeah, yeah. they're great. Um, <clears throat> great mead selection. I went there, 
And so many of the meads had, it was a mead with this or a mead with that, with a fruit or a berry or a spice. And I couldn't find, like, just a standard go-to mead. Um, and so that's why I really like the, our orange blossom. Because all it is is honey, water, and yeast. Um, so in this case, it's, like we mentioned earlier, Palomar Mountain Spring Water, some local water here. Uh, orange blossom honey. Um, so what that means is, uh, in, in the mead world, we have varietal honeys, which means that depending on where you place a hive, it'll pollinate uh, different flowers and gather nectar from different sources, um, and that'll influence the flavor of the honey. So in the case of the orange blossom, the hives that we get the honey from are next to orange groves, and so you get a lot of the uh, that orange characteristic through the honey in the mead. It's kind um, of crazy because that you're, you're not adding any of those flavors to this. Everything that I'm tasting is really just what the bees are picking up while they're pollinating. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it is. It's, you magic. know, water, yeast. It's magic. It, it, it really is. It's magic. And, you know, I, 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 I love the water. The water is real clean and crisp. Then You don't do any water treating. It's just Palomar Mountain, mm, just artesian spring water. Yeah. spring water. This is like, you know, alcohol in its truest form. I feel right. like a Viking right now. Yeah. I feel like I should, I should be drinking this out of a horn and raiding, you know, a, a, a city on it's a boat. It's pretty heavy metal. Swinging a broadsword. Did you guys listen to a lot of metal in that? I do. Yeah. It's what all our meat is brewed to. <laughs> That's why it's so mad. That's why it's and bottle. so... And bottled to, yes, yes. Oh my um, God, that is hilarious! Uh, why mead? I mean, why, why, why'd you go down this road? Why didn't you start brewing? Are you, you like, like the ultimate hippie? You just wanted to be in actually, touch with Mother he, Earth. He did start brewing. Yeah, I, I worked for uh, a little brewery outside of San Diego, um, and I loved it. and It was great. And then uh, a couple years later, a couple jobs later, I, I got introduced to Frank, and he, you needed someone to help him brew, and um, I was like, wow, this mead stuff sounds like really interesting. It's like something I'd never done before. Um, and my grandpa made, made mead. So I would see my grandpa pour mead, and it would just light up the room. Like, scary adults would become laughing, friendly people. And I was like, what is this golden potion my grandpa is pouring for these people? And then I read Beowulf, and, like, Vikings are killing monsters and then drinking mead. And I'm like, oh, this is epic. This, this is, is what I want to be when I grow up. I want to be a Viking. You know what? And, and kudos to you because gr growing up, you know, the only thing my grandpa poured out was moonshine. But I guess that's the difference between having family in Bakersfield and, you know. <laughs> well, we were in uh, Southern California in Yucaipa in Oak Glen. Well, there, that's I, I, where you was. know what? I can still hear banjos in Yucaipa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, what are we putting this with, Andrea? Please stop me before I go too deep. <laughs> we are putting this with the peanut butter crunch truffle. Oh, yes, and it's so wait. good. It's kind of like a play on peanut butter and jelly, peanut butter and honey. Marmalade. Shall I say? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Marmalade. It's oh so good. Oh, yeah. I am definitely ready to raid me some well shitties now. On the Rock and Roll Happy Hour, the radio station is FM 94.9. It's Jeremy. No Ken Wright tonight. He's dealing with family matters. Casey from well, Casey Arts Cocktails. Working the show business, which leaves me with Andrea from Andrea's Truffles. Hello. Sorry, I was, I was handing you chocolate during that song. I thought you were out, but I remembered. You're Andrea from Andrea's Truffles. You're never out of chocolate. Yeah, the chocolate dealer of the century. <laughs> hey, man, you got any of those caramels you can hook me up with? Totally. <laughs> Nothing? All right, fine. I'll just, I'll just eat what I've got in front of me. We're drinking mead with Golden Coast Mead. Not beer, not ale, mead. Mead made from honey, water, 
and yeast and a million different variations on that. We've got Joe, Chris, and Frank. You've already blown my mind with your uh, your orange honey blossom and orange blossom. Orange blossom. Thank you. I, I told you, correct me <laughs> if I screw it up because I will screw it I'm up. I'm for you, buddy. And the Verona Rojo, which is your session ale. Now, if we want to drink your uh, session mead. Oh, see? See, there it is. There it is. That one's only 7%. Yeah, 7%. There's another word we like to use if it helps. uh, Hydromel. Okay, you know what? We'll just stick with mead. (laughs) You are getting way too scientific on me. Now, if you want to drink some of your good (laughs) stuff. Sorry. You just went full gangster and threw your hood up. It's chilly in here. If we want to drink your mead, uh, a couple places we can find it. You guys got a tasting room in Oceanside. That's the the main meadery right there, right? Yeah. And then you also have a satellite kind of tasting room outpost in Julian. Yes. And then something cool that you guys are also in all the farmer's markets. So, or I should say three of them, Hillcrest, North Park, and Little Italy, which are, you know, the the three biggest ones in town. So we can just find you there. Pouring mead, serving mead, selling mead. Yeah, we yeah. can do demos. We can do samples, um, small one ounce pours, and then sell bottles and growlers from our booth at the farmers market. That's so awesome! It is. It's. It's. I almost feel you know like it's. It's very hippie esque. Just. Just this whole conversation about mead because it's all. It's like nectar from the earth, bro. <laughs> the bees have to visit a million flowers to make the honey that goes into one bottle. A million? Yes. Oh, well, you know what? Cheers to a million flowers right here. Uh, our next one, this is, this is. wait, I thought this was the same as the last one, but it's got a twist on it. It's not the same color. Yeah, we, uh, to this one, uh, we add lactobacillus to sour. Oh, so this is going to be like a sour orange blossom. Yes. That's exactly Still 12%? What we yeah. And, and the only thing you've changed at this point, because the recipe we've stated is honey, water, and yeast. So instead of a, what, like a California ale yeast, you're using... Lactobacillus, which is what they is like. What's it's like a milk type of thing? It's the same uh, bacteria you find in like yogurt or kimchi. Um, yeah, and we super probiotic, man. (laughs) It's just gonna help my gut health. Yeah, it is. All right, so (laughs) wow. Oh, trade liver health for gut health. You know what? I'll aim into that. Who needs a liver anyways? <laughs> you got two of those, right? Two livers? Uh, <laughs> we'll that thing, but it's all right. The liver regenerates. Checking. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not the expert here. That changes the whole flavor profile of it. It's It's gone from sweet to sour. It's It's, wow. I don't know how to describe this right now. How, how did you come up with this? I mean, this seems like almost madness. So uh, our original sours were kind of accidents. Um, when I started with the company, they were having a hard time uh, making, making them consistently. Yes, <laughs> making it when we wanted to make it. So basically um, the bugs got in the bottle and all of a sudden you ended up something that was a little bit funky. In the, the tank. In yeah. the whole tank, yeah. So we'd be like, oh, this doesn't, wait. Oh, this tastes good. <laughs> like, <laughs> we'd be meaning to make normal orange blossom, and then we'd get this, like, super funkadelic sour orange blossom, but it had acetic and um, brett and lactobacillus. And we were like, let's just do the lactobacillus. So we asked Chris to figure that out. So what did the acetic do to it? Because, I mean, this is very drinkable. It sounds like the acetic made it too, vinegary. like, vinegary. Yeah, so it was yeah. kind of kombucha-esque. Beyond oh, kombucha, even. All right. Yeah. I, I get that. Interesting. Now, Andrea, you got a challenge. What do you put with this truffle-wise? You know, I made a black truffle honey and goat cheese truffle with almonds and a little lemon zest. 
Oh. Mm. Oh, yeah. You nailed this one. So, right on. Thanks. What is... <laughs> Is there, oh, like, yeah. truffle oil in there? It is truffle honey, truffle actually. Truffle honey? Yeah. Wow. I'm having a moment here. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's it. That's everything. That's, like, earthy, the earth, the flowers, the flowers everything. That's a total hippy-dippy. <laughs> Way cool and psychedelic, man. It's drinking mead on the Rock and Roll Happy Hour. It's FM 94.9. Uh, drinking Golden Coast Mead with Joe, Chris, and Frank. Of course, Andrew from Andrea's Truffles here, uh, putting some amazing chocolates with this mead. And I guess I should cover one thing. I'm talking about mead. Unlike beer... This is very gluten-friendly because there is absolutely no gluten whatsoever in it. So if you have celiacs, you have stuff like that, this is something you can drink when you're out at the Blind Lady Ale House or anywhere else that you don't have to worry about. You know, I have to go with wine because I can't have gluten. (laughs) This is a great alternative. And plus, I love the fact that we just had somebody on the phone asking about bee populations in mead. And you had a great answer to it, to the fact that, Frank, you said that you're trying to increase the meaderies so that beekeepers will keep their bees locally and sell their honey to you instead of, you said how they, they pack up bees and send them to the Central Valley? Yeah, for, that's how they make 80% of their revenue by pollination of the almond crop. So beekeepers from Florida, beekeepers from Maine, bee, beekeepers from all over California ship their bees to the Central Valley, and they get paid like 200 bucks a hive to drop them in the Central Valley and pollinate the almond groves. Yeah, but they don't come back. This is like the Thunderdome. <laughs> Except two go in and one don't come out. My, my wife was like, it's kind of like a refugee camp, right? It's like they, No, they it's all... not. <laughs> I, could, I, I could make a, a very, very tasteless illusion in that, but you know what? I'm not going to. This is... This is bee genocide. We're yeah. sending bees to be killed. 40 to 60% die every year. So what can we do differently? We can make mead, make more value out of the honey, pay the beekeepers more for their honey, and change their business model. And Because you, you can turn their honey into a bigger profit, so you could pay them more. Totally. So we're working on a project near uh, the Central Valley. 40,000 organic acres. We're going to put 400 beehives on it, make the first organic honey in Southern California, pay the beekeeper way more than he gets from his traditional honey, and give money to the Land Conservancy as well, and hopefully work with Patagonia Clothing to roll this out as a product. You're such a hip. It is a rock and roll happy hour on FM 94.9, supported by the Regal Beagle Ale House and Sausage Grill in Mission Hills and the Regal Seagull Ale House and Sausage Grill in Lucadia. It's Jeremy with me tonight, Andrew from Andrew's Truffles. And, Andrew, I got a question for you uh, because, you know, it's always a, a search to find your truffles. We can find it at the patio, find it at uh, Hamilton's, South Park, and where else uh, Where else can we find your delicious chocolate? South Park Brewing, uh, Monkey Paw. I have them at Specialty Produce. We even have a very special cooler there. Um, you can check my website out at andreastruffles.com. And then also my good friends and clients at Waypoint Public, they are opening a new location in Del Sur. And my truffles will be there. Woo-woo! And they will have the peanut butter crunch ones like mm. we ate tonight and the lemon oh, creme fresh. So good. The lemon creme fresh with that uh, that Verona Rojo from Golden Coast Mead is definitely probably one of my favorite pairings tonight. Of course, that last one was good, too. It's going to be hard to top that as we get into our <laughs> get into our last mead of the night. Joe, Chris, and Frank from uh, Golden Coast Mead. Um, with, let's see. We've covered you guys' tasting rooms. We've talked about um, you know this this whole spectrum of meads till now. I, I'm very curious on how we're going to end this because, you know, the the session was good. The orange blossom was awesome. The sour was amazing. Uh, and it seems that 
wherever you're getting your bees from is where you're getting the flavor. Totally. So, I mean, where do we go now? Yeah, so we've got Yucatan Mirth. And this, oh, we're going to the Yucatan. Yeah, yeah. So organic honey from uh, UNESCO World Heritage Site in the Yucatan Rainforest. So the bees are gathering nectar from millions of flowers in the Yucatan Rainforest. Whoa. So this mead is drinking the rainforest. And the beekeepers are pretty primitive there, so the honey has a lot of bee uh, hive characteristics to it. So a bit of wax and a bit of propolis. So you're going to get, like, this intense floral honeydew melon. like, And then you get this resinous waxiness, and that's from the beehive. And so you're drinking the rainforest. You're drinking the beehive when you drink this mead. So is that the, that that beehive taste on the back? Does that come when they process the honey out of it? Yeah. It just it gets more chunks of the hive with it. Exactly, because it's a co-op of family-owned beekeepers down in Mexico, and so their processing is super uh, simple. Dude, I love what you do. I mean, Thanks, this man. this is like feel-good drinking right here. <laughs> I, it, I, I swear, it's it's like the, the more I hear about how meat is made and how you're supporting beehives and farmers, it's just like, oh, you know what? I don't feel so bad drinking meat. And plus, the, I'm, I'm noticing that the buzz on this is a lot different <laughs> from beer. This is kind of like a, I, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go dancing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'll have a little dance party after here. Hamby, put on the chain smokers. <laughs> <laughs> You're hopefully on the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for <laughs> and this, this, all this flavor is coming just from the bees. The honey, yeah. Honey water yeast. That is awesome, dude. Thanks. Now, is this this something that's available uh, at the tasting room? Is this just a one-off you did? Yeah, this this is a series. We call it Global Mirth. Um, we want to showcase organic honeys from around the world and tell the story of the place and the beekeepers and the ecology. So we'll be rolling one of these out a year, and this is our first one, so you can get it at our tasting room up in Oceanside. So rad. Andrew, you, you kinda, you're going uphill putting the truffle with this one. How do you top all this flavor? You know, with a honey almond caramel. So it's honey actually a caramel dipped in 70% chocolate. And it's got some almonds in there. And our base is honey um, for all of our caramels that we use instead of uh, corn syrup. Mm. Oh, 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 oh. Mm. <laughs> all right. I think I'm done. I think I've had enough. You guys are awesome. Andrea, Thanks, thank yes. you. Thank yeah. you. Joe, Chris, Frank, Golden Coast Mead, thank you so much. I'd love to have you back on the program. This Woo. has been way too much fun. And, of course, for you, just like honey, it's Jesus Mary Chain. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.